Dan, the struggle is real. Oh, is it ever? I hear you. It is real. I'm into week three of whatever I got week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I just, I am sick. I have no energy. I hurt. Jeez. And I, I did, I hadn't done a video for a while and I just felt bad. So I put one out um you know complaining about being sick <laughs> and i i got you know a lot of people were telling me to hang in there and stuff which i have been i i still have a business to run but i just been doing deliveries you know i haven't really been doing anything else i just don't feel good yeah i that's when I w when I had whatever I had, it was it was four to five days. I was completely out of commission, so it's it's tough. Yeah, if you don't have health, what do you have? You know, right? Mm hmm. It, it, anytime I get sick, I think, oh, I, you know, if I get through this, I'm gonna eat better. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> give up. I'm gonna give up Dr Pepper, you know, and cut out my sugar and all, and then. And then I'm, you know, just right back at it. But, oh. And sometimes just, those are the things that make you feel good, though. Those are the things that make help you recover. Getting back in the yeah. groove. Why do, they make, why, do they, why do they make it taste so good if it's bad for you? I don't know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But we um, were still, so we did the our past episode where we interviewed Austin Roberts of the Log Ox Company. And, uh you know that was on in our queue for a while it was nice to get that put up we had taken a week off because we were both not feeling too hot and i i'm able to record this you know right now but uh, my head hurts my stomach is, up, is upset <laughs> but i will i will soldier on through this through this experience and we'll try to get a uh, a good episode out here for our listeners uh, if you are tuning in to the Woodhounds podcast, thank you for coming back. My name is Joe, and I'm sitting across from Dan, Back 40 Dan, Firewood. Yeah, Dan is a YouTube channel from Back 40 Firewood. I am a YouTube channel from Ohio Woodburner. And we are creeping up on our one-year anniversary for the Woodhounds podcast, Dan. We're almost at uh, episode 52 yeah and let me i will tell you something that might uh, brighten your day it this might make you feel a little bit better yeah the uh that last episode that you mentioned with uh, austin from logox that was actually our highest downloaded episode to date no kidding yeah so it was it was it uh had some people must have enjoyed it it, it was it was nice it was nice to see those numbers and probably it should have been. I thought that was a really nice um, episode. It was a change of our typical format. It was our first time we've interviewed an outside person. And what Dan and I had talked about going into the new year was, what can we do to increase the reach and the quality of the Woodhounds podcast. And that was one of the things we think, you know, we have a platform where we can uh, reach out and um, 
get a chance to get to know better some movers and shakers in our industry. Right. But, yeah. but Joe, yeah. with that good news, I also have to tell you, there's yeah. a little asterisk mark here. However, with even with the <laughs> highest downloaded episode to date in the history of the podcast, however, right. there was some feedback we did receive that uh, the episode kind of felt like um, like a big infomercial or like a, a push for just you know advertising logox and and there you know there's that fine line I guess that. You do have to walk, but that was some feedback we did receive. Well, I'm pausing here <laughs> because, <laughs> okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling too hot. Maybe this is the wrong week to do this, uh, to do this. So I, I read one of the comments. I appreciate and I respect everyone's opinion. You can't hurt my feelings. Say what you want. But. I, Dan, if I'm being real, you know, how can we interview someone like Austin Roberts from the Log Ox and not talk about the product? Yes. And that was what, you know, he was like, oh, you know, what are we going to talk about, guys? And I, I was thinking, well, you know, talk about your company. We want to know where you come, you know, where you started, where you're going, what you got coming, you know, any new products, anything like that. Uh, it's, <laughs> I don't know what else we could talk about. We did. We talked about his past, his time yep. in the military, his educational background, his family, and and you know the his what he enjoys doing most. So, uh, okay, I I recognize Dan. There is probably an underlying uh, feeling that some consumers of social media and i'm i'm a consumer too i mean i'm on youtube when i'm not watching my channel and with podcasts and there are some channels that have a reputation that they're just you know uh hawking product you know the the, the new and exciting tool of the day but when we interview the owner the co-founder and the general manager of a major league brand like Logox. I mean, what the heck else is there to talk about? <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's, it's one of those things where you, you can't interview, like you said, an owner of a company or a, you know, manager of a company without them talking about their product or their company. So yeah, it's, it, it, but I do get, you know, I do understand where people, come from um i however do not uh really have those thoughts when i see things going on like that with other channels other podcasts i mean that's the reason why you have guests on usually like if you watch some podcasts they'll have somebody on that's releasing a book or starring in a movie or coming out with a new product like that's how they get their word out there about their company yeah and i i think that is a future role of of the woodhounds you know you and me had sat down we thought you know who could we get to uh sit down and, and let us interview them you know, and we we come up with a nice you know like you know like andrew easton was a name that we threw out you know because he's very present on social media and you know then we thought you know what about the ceo of like 
Husqvarna or steel chainsaws, you know, and yeah, and and, and, and like politicians, you know, and or like um, a a spokesperson from the EPA or a a a stove company, you know, things things from that area of our industry that still touch on firewood that we could bring them on and help them enrich in our day. <laughs> and that's why after I read this comment, I just saw it from multiple different levels. But you know, the bottom line is how in, how in the world can we possibly interview someone without them you know, talking about the elephant in the room? And that's what they're here to begin with. You know, they're here to talk about their company. Yeah. And, and that's where no matter what we ask, if whoever we interview, whatever we ask, if they have certain talking points they want to get across, it's not our right to then say, well, wait a minute, censor that out. We don't want you pushing your product. I mean, you know, it's, it's, this is like an open forum for people out there listening to maybe, maybe somebody never even heard of the Logox and now they know the story behind it. And the fact that you know, it's a family-owned business. It's everything's made in the USA. Maybe that's something then of value a, for them to decide if they want to buy great, it. It's a great story that they have. Yeah. You know? It started as an idea in right. a retiree's head. And he employed his family, and they've knocked it out of the park. Yep. So, Dan, I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. And... Uh, this is so on the spot. I haven't even told you, this is just an idea that I have. And I, um, I want you to raise your right arm, right? Raise your right hand. And <laughs> you're going to swear here. I'm going to ask you some questions and you answer the truth. Okay. Uh, cause I, you know, we still have Austin Roberts out there who would, uh, I think would probably answer the same way as you. Okay. Did we ask Austin or Logox for any payment to sit down for our interview? No. Did Logox offer us any money or any compensation at all for them to sit down for that interview? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I know in the past I had a, an affiliate link for the Logox on my channel about a year ago. And I remember seeing the Logox on your channel, but I don't know if yours was an affiliate link or not. Yes, it was. It was. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, I still never met the guy. And I just knew his name, you know, from, from social media. So, we, you know, I reached out to him and he was all, he was all for it. But I think there are, I don't know, we're not, <laughs> I guess we are journalists in some way. <laughs> I don't feel like one, you know, there's journalistic ethics about, you know, the, the scandal in the fifties with was called payola, you know, in the music industry where certain musicians were paying money to have their records played on, on the, on the radio stations. So that is, that is not in our, (laughs) that is not in our capacity to, um, open up our office, our desk here for someone, you know, who's going to pay money to be on, on the Woodhounds podcast. That is not going to happen. There is, um, and I will never apologize for this about a social influencer, a YouTuber, a person with a podcast who can make money with their podcast. 
And I think for as long as we've had the Woodhounds podcast, Dan, we, I think there has been one ad ran on one episode. Is that correct? I believe so. There hasn't been many. I think it was just the one and it was the, so when our podcast to get it onto all of these platforms, you have to pay for a, uh, a service and they have this service where you can agree to be in it. And if there is an advertiser that wants to put an ad on your episode, you can get a small cut of it. And uh, so we clicked that box. Yes, but we've never really, I think we've only had the one commercial. Uh, if, if you are a regular consumer of podcasts, you know, that's, it's routine that there are commercials on episodes and it could be about anything. Um, you know, um, aspirin to toasters. So, uh, that is, you know, we, we have lost money (laughs) with our podcast, Dan, because we have to pay money for that service. And it's like $200 a year, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is, it, it is, it is guys, I'm telling everyone out there in podcast world, you know, if Dan and I can monetize the Woodhound podcast, we would consider it. Um, but we are both also in agreement that it has to be relevant to our, um, our niche, you know, um, and that's the same thing. I have my own standards with my own YouTube channel. I don't, do commercials or I don't show products on my channel that have nothing to do with firewood. Yeah. I, 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 and I think that people sometimes get um, the wrong idea about something like an affiliate link. Uh, what, what the purpose of that is, there's two things. Number one, it gives the person buying the product a discount. It also gives a little bit of that discount back to the person like, promoting the link, but it also is used for tracking so that a company can gauge the response and the engagement from offering an affiliate link. So like if we were to offer an affiliate link on the podcast and we, and that link was accessed a hundred times, it would then let that company know, Oh, there's some engagement here. So, you know, there's, there's, that's why like sometimes you'll see affiliate links and you'll hear about affiliate links. It's not like we're sitting here cashing checks and going to the bank every other day (laughs) you know it's and i think that's where people get that they're rubbed the wrong way where they're like oh this is an advertisement and you guys are just making all this money (laughs) yeah yeah it would be nice you know specific to youtube so if if you are a youtube channel the first hurdles are correct me if i'm wrong dan 1000 subscribers and 4,000 hours of viewing time, something like that. Yes. Yep. If you cross that threshold, you can click the box. Yes. Do you want to monetize? Which means do you want to share in the Google AdSense program? So there's these commercials ran on your YouTube video and you get a percentage of it. The thing with YouTube is if you are, or if you are not, participating in the AdSense program, YouTube is still putting commercials on your YouTube channel, you know, because I hear people say, there's too many, there's too many commercials on your videos, Joe. And had I not been a monetized channel, there would be the exact same amount of video uh, commercials. 
Yep. It would just be YouTube would be keeping all of it and I would get none of it. That is right in the terms of YouTube. And they changed that about a year and a half ago. And I remember it annoyed a lot of people because you know, you, you're not monetized, but you're still having <laughs> to have yeah. uh, commercials on your videos. Yeah. The ads are still running when you play your video and you're not even, you're not getting anything for it. Now, podcasting is different. Podcasting is kind of like the Wild West. It's up to me and Dan to go out and find advertisers, you know, like, uh, I'm just going to say, you know, Husqvarna or Steel Chainsaws. You know, we would call up someone at Steel and say, hey, would you guys be interested in putting a 30-second commercial on our episode? And if so, you know, um, uh, we would charge you X. And then they would say, who are you? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Delete. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that would be one way that we can monetize. We, we have that ability. You know, there's really no terms of an agreement other than with the host that we use that uh, puts our episodes on all of the podcast platforms. But, you know, that's up to us. We can monetize in any way we want. And if Logox were ever to call us up and they'd say, hey, guys, we had such a great time and a great response. Could we put a 30-second commercial on your podcast? I am confident that Dan and I would say, heck yeah. Yes, we Let's would. do it. <laughs> oh, you better believe it. Uh, but for content, th an interview, um, no, we, <laughs> you know, there is no, we do not take any money for it. Um, it is just a opportunity for us to create an episode that you guys would find enjoyable and maybe get to learn something about an iconic American product. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's funny, you know it's it's that that big x factor is always money mm -hmm. <laughs> it always seems to complicate things and then always i don't know like i had a neighbor that had some trees that blew down and she told me i could have the trees no problem take the wood whatever but then she found out i was selling firewood and making some money off it and then she said no i couldn't have the trees that's because kind of funny yeah, just because the thought of me making money off of something that, you know, it, it, I don't know, it's just sometimes. So I think there is that sense out there with people listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos that once they start seeing more and more of the what they consider potential revenue earnings, like having guests on from a company. I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> to me, it just seems I've had that happen to me, and I think that's why I never got my second truck lettered, because I still buy firewood. I had a guy, he kind of bristled when he found out I was selling it. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the big deal is here, buddy. You know, I'm giving you your asking price, you know? Yep. And then once I buy it, what I do with it, it's none of your business. Yeah. And But man, they people, I don't know. It, people are, they don't want to see, they don't want to see someone profiting or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's strange. And I think a lot of people who get into something like YouTube or something like podcasting, at some point, you do have to ask yourself, if there's an opportunity to make money and earn some money from this, why would I not, like, why am I doing this if that's, you know, like, that's not a potential yeah. goal? Because, Preach on, Dan. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Preach on, know, brother Dan. 
I mean, and that's the thing I find funny is a lot of people will celebrate and they'll cheer on the small business owner or somebody out there trying to make their way in the world. But then all of a sudden, there's like a twist where all of a sudden they say, well, wait a minute now. You're doing this and making money? Well, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't agree with it. <laughs> yeah, really. So I will say this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I will never, ever apologize for making money with social media, with my YouTube channel, with my Facebook page, with my podcast. Excuse me, our podcast. <laughs> I, you will never hear me apologize. This is a capitalistic society. I am a capitalist. And, yes. uh, you know, you, the, the, but it goes both ways. So if my consumers, the people that enjoy my podcast, if I change or shift in ways that turn them off, then they turn me off. And, you know, that's, that's the dynamic here. And yep. I think what we're getting with, you know, some of these comments is maybe a little bit into that. There is a wholesomeness, a salt of the earth component to a YouTube channel. I mean, just use me or you as an example. You know, I'm just a simple guy from Ohio that was selling, you know, I started with a pool and a pickup truck and uh, I've gotten bigger. I've gotten big machines. My business continues to grow and my channel reflects that. And then some people, you know, they start losing interest because they had an appeal to the simple guy with that pool and a pickup where they lose it with mass production. I understand that. But at the same time, too, what I'm doing is a reflection of what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm, I don't have any intentions of uh, just selling firewood for beer money. <laughs> you know, I mean, I used to, but um, it's now a lifestyle. And it's, you know, it's, it's how I'm putting food on a table. So I'm not I'm not going to apologize because my business has grown and also my YouTube channel too. Um, when I, I, st and I, this was all a, a new experience to me. I still remember my daughter told me if I got, uh, when I hit my thousand subscribers, she goes, you can monetize now. And I says, you mean I got to start paying to put videos up? And she <laughs> says, no, you get paid to put videos you get up. Paid. I, was, I was like, holy cow, are you serious? This is cool. You know? So heck yeah, I'm going to do whatever I can, um, but I'm still going to stay true to what I do. You know, I'm not going to dress up in a clown suit and do somersaults. You know, I'm going to be <laughs> just what I do and, <laughs> and how I do it. Exactly. I, I am in the same boat. I will never apologize for what I'm doing because I don't think, I think a lot of people out there don't understand how this new creator economy works and how it's it's just exploded over the last two years to where someone like you said a simple man from ohio or wisconsin we can create something that anyone in the world can see and the more people who see it the more interest you might have from companies to then you know partner with you and and get information out there on either products or whatever i mean i just sure. i just see it as it as an opportunity that um it's just unique and it's it's very i don't know i i love it i'm full-on into the creator economy probably more than a lot of people realize <laughs> like i'm all in <laughs> i agree 
over the years, Dan, I uh, stumbled upon opportunity with YouTube. <laughs> yeah, with with um, now my relationship with Yappa and Metza Machines is kind of blended because I've bought a lot of this stuff, um, but then there is also you know relationship driven uh, discounts. Like the the cleaner is not mine, uh, the log deck, you know, but I bought the machine. Um, you know, the Easton made log splitter that was a uh, an agreement between me and that company to showcase that machine and um it's mine to use as long as i want it and then other companies like titan attachments which i love uh you know my grapple all the uh tools the attachments that i have for my tractor so that's all part of an agreement you know they would give me the item and then i display it on my channel and then I would get an affiliate link. So I am, um, they use me for data because I drive a lot of uh, con uh, clicks to their website uh, because of my channel. So, uh, but you know, you disclose all that. And I think I've been pretty upfront about it. And I, I remember when it first started, I was kind of embarrassed, you know, you didn't know how to say it, but I just come around and say it. What's the big deal? You yeah. Know? Um, and it still continues to this day. And when I see a channel that gets something, you know, that I don't have, I good for them, man. You know, I mean, why would I get upset about something that has no bearing on my life? And if, if a channel gets a log splitter from company X or a chainsaw or a tractor, I don't know. Good for them. You know, when someone wins the lottery, I think great for them. Congratulations. Yeah. I use it uh, if it's something that I I look at and I say God I wish you know I wish I had that opportunity then I use that as motivation to myself to get to the point where I can either display to that company a value add by having me represent them or you know showcase having some company reach out to me because they see the value in what I can bring to them like that's what then motivates and drives me and I don't I don't. I don't resent anyone. I don't get upset about it. Like I said, I just use it to motivate. No. <laughs> and then I'm sitting here too and I'm thinking, but you know what? I don't really have that many affiliate type episodes anyways. You know, um, I, I get solicitations all the time. I need to keep a list and I'll read them off to you guys one day. You'd be shocked at the amount of products. And these are legitimate inquiries of people wanting me to, you know, show their product on my channel. Some of them are just completely irrelevant. You know, I keep using the wallpaper thing. <laughs> uh, but some of them are very relevant, but honestly, I just don't feel like doing it. You know, there's like a level of stress that comes when you have someone's product. And I did, uh, this was a while ago, I had a power tool company that wanted me to demonstrate their tools. And I needed some, I wanted those half inch impact, you know, battery operated Ooh, impact guns. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted it, man, cause I could use it. Well, then they sent me an agreement and it was, um, you know, you have to say these bullet points and we have to approve the video before you put it up. And I said, deals off, man. And they said, oh no, 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 you know, we want to, I says, no, I says, I will not, I will not agree to these terms. You know, I will put the video up. It's my video. 
and I will say what I want to say. You know, if the if this tool works, great. If it doesn't work, you know, I mean, I'll still be polite about it, but I'm going to talk about what's what it does and what it doesn't do. Yeah, uh, but that's just that's just me. Now that's just me. I could right. have done. I could have you know taken every opportunity I could to get any kind of tool on my on my channel, but that's just me though. Yeah. So there you go. That's I I hopefully those out there with the thoughts of we were we were selling our souls and turning the podcast into an infomercial. Hopefully you'll be calm to know or reassured <laughs> to know it's just the nature of the game, you know. It's it's like it happens if you take it as a big commercial, hey, that's your thought, that's your opinion, but that is not the intention. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan, I think I'm going to go outside and take my my Logox F-150 for a ride around the block <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> and if you're curious yeah. what a Logox is, here is my affiliate link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, hopefully On sale you're... now at a store near you. <laughs> And I don't know, maybe, you know, sometimes I think, um, I think there is a, a percentage of people out there who are, have an interest in hearing like the, you know, how, what really happens when you have a YouTube channel? Like you mentioned all these emails you get, I'm the same way I get approached by everything from, I mean, it's just crazy, but in the same sense, I lo also look at that. Like I said, I think it's, it's almost kind of rewarding because you're seen as potential value to a company and yeah. If you've ever worked for someone and they don't appreciate or they don't see the value that you bring to them, like that's not a good, it's not a good position to be in. So when you see a channel, when you hear a podcast that may or may not have affiliations with certain companies, I think you can just say, Hey, they're doing something right. Yeah. I have had, you know, you get these solicitations i mean some of them are just hokey and i'm afraid to even click on links because it might be <laughs> some type of malware that they're trying to install on my computer but some of these i'm serious i've had some major league products reach out to me and i just i just don't feel like doing it it's yep. just the way i am you know i i still um i am absolutely wishing to maximize my profitability i'm a capitalist and i'm not going to apologize but again I rule number one is it's got to be fun. And if it's not, if it's going to cause me stress, you know, or if, if, or if they put standards on me, I'm not going to do it, man. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't handle that either. Mm -hmm. You cannot I, yeah, control I, the, shifty. <laughs> yeah. The people that I do work with the most, you know, with, with Yappa and with Easton made, they, they both are exactly the same. It is, put up what you want. You know, right. I, I blew that hose on my machine, my Yappa at 30 hours. I blew a hose. They said, put it on, you know, uh, my Easton made broke down on a live stream, <laughs> you know, and, um, <laughs> we, you know, it was because of that, uh, exhaust deflector. Uh, but Andrew was like, put it on, man. You know, yeah. he doesn't, he has no, he has never once put any, uh, expectation on me. None. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and that, that gets back to those that are, you know, the creator economy is both the companies and the you know creators and the companies having the confidence and the faith in the creator to 
engage with their audience as they know best, that's when you know you want to work with them. But when you yeah. they put on rules, when they put restrictions, when they say you need to say this, you need to do that, that's when you know you mm-hmm. don't want to work with them. <laughs> Let me do Titan, my thing. Yeah. Titan attachments was the same way with me. I mean, I was yeah, you know, I did their ballast box. I mean, what what is what is exciting about a box that you put rocks in? You know, and I did an episode where I was taking I had a gallon of milk in it and you know my cat and my and my Elvis uh, doll and they thought it was hilarious you know where yep. others might have said oh you're mocking our product you know and they, yeah. they would not approve that titan they they have never once told me what to say or what not to say well i'm going to tell you what to say i'm going to tell you right now to wrap this episode up so you can get back to bed and feel better <laughs> yeah okay i like that well dan maybe we should strike up the band and let's um let's get ready to head on out of here sounds good to me i want to thank everyone for logging in and checking out the woodhounds podcast and helping us be the number one firewood podcast in the world we'll be back with a new episode next week 5 a.m wednesday mornings look for it be there or be square exactly and everyone out there have a great day sponsored by Logox. <laughs> <laughs>